This is Cody Ray Miller, and you're listening to the Dude Fuel Podcast. I watched this interesting documentary on Netflix, and uh, there was something about it that, that really hit me. It was just one little sort of side comment that somebody made. They were actually talking about farming and agricultural practices, and they said, you know, so many people, they feel like or they act as if the earth is this reluctant lover, that we have to, you know, work so hard to get sustenance, to get food, to get the things we need out of the planet. So we're constantly at war with the planet, extracting from it what we need in order to live, rather than living in harmony and balance and unity with all life on our planet. I thought that was really, really interesting. And it struck me that we often do this, I often do this, with my own life. It's not just about getting food and the things I need, but it comes down to how you view the universe. I was scrolling through my Facebook feed and a friend of mine, who has you know, definitely gone through some challenges, uh, had posted something saying, hey, don't ask me for advice because all I'm going to do is hand you a beer and tell you that life is tough. Uh, Except it didn't say life is tough. It it said a curse word and I try to keep it clean here on the podcast. Uh, Life is tough. Um, But that was the sentiment. And, you know, I read that and then I commented and I said, you know, that's interesting. Is life really like that? It occurs to me that certain people view life as this struggle, and others do not. Now, outside, you say, well, some people have more to struggle with. Some people have more health challenges. They have more social challenges or economic challenges. And that is certainly true. But I guarantee you, I can find someone who has more disadvantages or started their life anyway with more disadvantages and setbacks who is happier and more successful and more prosperous than you are currently. I guarantee you I can find somebody. It's not hard. You can simply look on YouTube and find all kinds of inspiration if you're looking for it. Of course on YouTube you can always find you know, the opposite as well. You can find, you know, things that are speaking negatively about what's going on in our world and this and that. But, you know, ultimately, um, how we choose to live our lives and what we choose to believe about the universe, to a large extent, is going to dictate the outcome. Or, I shouldn't even say the outcome, that sounds very final. What we believe about the universe and about life, it dictates what our product is, what we produce. Are we producing happiness and joy and peace? And are we fostering interconnectedness and love across all borders and all boundaries? Or are we fostering the opposite? Are we creating unhappiness? Are we creating dis-ease, right? Are we creating all of these negative things? So to some people, they hear that and they're like, "Eh, I'm not really sure, this sounds kind of new agey, kind of like the secret, kind of like think and grow rich, right? Which actually is a really good book. (laughs) But, uh, you know, they think I can't just sit on my couch and manifest whatever I want. 
But I'm here to tell you that the more I have learned, the more I've come to believe that you just about can. I'm not quite ready to give up uh, my belief in an objective universe and an objective outside world. But I'm here to tell you that the more I understand about my inner world and the things that I believe as shaping, no, creating uh, my universe and my world. You know, we all live in different universes. You know that, right? You say, no, we all live in the same universe. Maybe objectively, maybe. But your universe and your world is a product of your perceptions. You say, no, no, the universe is really out there. It's objective. It's not a part of me. And I would say maybe that's true. But here's the deal. Everything that you know about the universe, everything, comes through your perception and your awareness. No one else's. You're not living someone else's awareness or someone else's perception. You're living your perceptions every single day. Hear what I'm saying. Everything has to be processed cognitively. Everything, whether it's sensory input from your five senses or whether it's something that you're thinking logically and critically and analytically, Everything that you perceive and that you are aware of is processed by your mind. Isn't that right? Isn't that true? Just stop and ask yourself, okay? So if everything is perception, for you anyway, and for me, if everything is perception, is it possible for us to perceive something different? Again, I'm not talking about some hooey-gooey thing here. This is not, you know, so many people, they're like, they want to cut back to what they call reality. Well, okay, that's all well and good, Cody. You're talking about thinking positive thoughts and changing your perception. That doesn't change the fact that I have this disease, I have this challenge, I don't have enough money in the bank, and my kid ran off, you know, whatever their struggle or their challenge is right now, they want to bring it back to what they call reality. Friends, I'm here to tell you, reality is your perception. Now, we can talk in an abstract sense about objective reality. And I happen to believe that objective reality does exist, that it really is out there. But at the end of the day, if you stop perceiving, if your cognition stops, the world is no longer created. The world is no longer a thing to you. It doesn't exist. Your mind, and actually I shouldn't even say mind because I think, I think it goes deeper than just our mind. I think it goes to our consciousness. I think it goes straight to our awareness and that our bodies and even our minds are simply vessels and conduits for our consciousness. This is a belief that I hold. You don't have to, that's okay. But that's what I think. And some people call this your soul. I just call it your consciousness, your awareness. At the end of the day, I'm pretty sure that's what we all are. If our awareness stops, then it doesn't really matter if there's something out there or not. Because we're not able to perceive it, because we are not aware of it, it it does us no good or harm. It does us, you know, nothing. It does nothing for us. So... When I hear people say that life is like this or life is like that, you know, I always interpret that through my own perception and I realize that they are interpreting it through their perception as well. Some people perceive life to be this really difficult gauntlet. They feel constantly attacked. 
they feel that life is constantly out to get them and that to get the things that they need in life, they have to extract it from life. But I would say that that's not really what life is like for me in my perception. And I would challenge you to potentially take another look at your perceptions and what you really think about life. You see, I would say that life and the universe really aren't reluctant lovers. They really are not these um, challenges that we have to fight against, that we have to overcome, that we have to subdue, (laughs) right? That doesn't agree with my perception. And of course, if it agrees with yours, I can't say anything about it, and I wouldn't. I'm simply offering you an alternative perspective. Is it possible that the universe is actually incredibly abundant? I feel that the the scientific data shows us that the universe is massively abundant. Just think about its size. Think about all of the elements that make up everything around us. Think about how much, in terms of percentage, how much of that matter we actually interact with on a regular basis, or how much of that energy we interact with on on a regular basis. Even if we were to be world citizens, global citizens, and we were to interact with every rock and hill and valley and crest and ocean and everything on our planet, how small is our planet in comparison to this vast universe? Do you see what I'm saying? The universe, there's so much out there in our universe. And I don't, so I don't think it needs to be, um, extracted or hoarded. There's plenty to go around. People talk about, well, you know, 7 billion people, you know, 8 billion people overcrowding, you know, the, the, the earth can't sustain us. And maybe that's true. But don't we have other planets in our solar system that we could potentially live on? I'm thinking of Mars or satellites like the moon. Don't we have the ability to create technology in order to move further into the universe and in order not to extract, but in order to interact with and to obtain resources from, sure, but not extract from the universe? You see, my perception tells me that the universe gives to all of us. The universe is the great giver of life. You know, you can be as mad and upset about your life as you want to be. Fact of the matter is, you wouldn't be here if the universe had not gotten together in such a way. And if you believe in God, you can certainly view this in the same way, that God has orchestrated that you are here. And isn't it amazing that you are here? So here you are, against all odds, the universe has given you life, and yet you're living your life as if it's a struggle and you have to extract things from it. Like you have to constantly be striving to get what you need. Life is this constant fight and struggle. And I'm telling you, I don't think it has to be that way. You live your life and your your perceptions and awareness might lead you to a different conclusion. That's fine with me. You won't find any dogma here. But what I'm saying is, I have come to a new understanding, and I wonder if it might not impact your life in the way you live also. So again, let's go back to those individuals who say, Cody, this is all well and good. What you're saying sounds really nice, but you're 
a privileged Caucasian male. I, I get this all the time, by the way. People say, you are a privileged Caucasian male. You can't possibly understand the struggles of others. And you know what? I would say you're absolutely right. I cannot know what it is like to live as someone else. I can only know what it is like to live as myself. And I embrace the fact that I'm ignorant and that I know very, very little of all that there is to know in the universe. I am ignorant of 99.9999999% of all that there is to know. So understand that this is where I'm coming from. But what I know, I've seen people who have had so much disadvantage in their life. And by the way, just because you are a Caucasian male, it doesn't mean you don't have challenges, right? Um, you know, the researcher who actually coined the term white privilege, um, they were saying, you know, people misunderstand white privilege and what it is. It's not that, um, you know, people who are privileged don't have struggles. Everybody has struggles. It's simply that for certain people, due to their race, they have to have to think about things. They have concerns that are unique to them because of their race. Okay, they have unique concerns as a result of their race. Things that, you know, for example, white people like myself don't have to think about. And this is absolutely true. Now, I will just say this, okay? And I know that this is a touchy subject, so, you know, try and track with me and hear my heart, all right? White privilege is absolutely a real thing. I have a certain privilege in that there are certain things I don't have to think about as a Caucasian, okay? So that's true. There's also a certain privilege to being male. That is also true. But I would like to say this, and this is where I often lose people. I think that these labels really distort the reality of life in our universe. This could be a separate podcast. I think I'll hold you all in suspense. <laughs> I think I'm going to hold you in suspense because I'm, I'm looking at the time and I've already gone a little bit long here. If you're intrigued by this notion uh, on tomorrow's podcast, I want to talk a little bit about this idea of, of privilege. But for today, I just want to wrap up, you know, how do you view life? Is life something that you have to fight against and struggle with and extract every little drop you can just so you can get enough to scrape by? Is that what life is like? Or is life abundant? And if we'll only tap into it and acknowledge it and go about things in a particular way, we can have everything that we desire and more. I believe that decision ultimately is up to you and it's up to your awareness and your perceptions. But I submit to you that life seems to make a whole lot more sense when life is not a reluctant lover, but when life and the universe are this amazing giver, that there's a beneficence about the universe. Um, so I, I submit that to you. Do with it what you will. Tomorrow on the podcast, I want to touch on this issue of privilege and, uh, you know, give you some food for thought there. Again, I do realize it's a very touchy, sensitive subject, but 
uh, we're going to get all up in it to win it, and you guys can let me know uh, what you think tomorrow. Uh, As always, this podcast is dedicated to you and to your success. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you'll subscribe right here to the Dude Fuel podcast and also share this podcast with a friend or family member, someone you love and care about so it can help them as well. I'm Cody Ray Miller. I look forward to speaking with you again tomorrow. Thank you again for listening.